Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, August 9th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, in commemoration of the fifth anniversary of Michael Brown's death and the unrest that followed, the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom asked dozens of people to reflect on the past five years and to tell us their hopes for the future. Um, I would also like to see police officers policing their own communities because I feel like that's where a lot of the disconnection come from. We'll have more from livingferguson.org, the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom's commemoration of the five years since Michael Brown's death. First, the news. Today marks five years since the death of Michael Brown. The Center for Social Empowerment is holding a multi-day event examining religion and social activism in the wake of the events in Ferguson five years ago. The Reverend F. Willis Johnson is a guest speaker. You know, I come with the spirit of not just rehearsing, but all of us want to gather so that we can learn, so we can grow, and so we can go back to the places, spaces where we've been either assigned or what's calling us to do greater work. The event at the Vine at Stevens Episcopal Church in Ferguson runs through tomorrow. Following the mass shootings in El Paso and Dayton, St. Louis Public Radio reached out to both Missouri and Illinois congressional delegations for a response and possible plans for legislative action. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt spoke with Representative Mike Bost of Illinois' 12th District on his views following those shootings. Congressman Mike Bost says signs were clear that the El Paso shooter was radicalized. When you have as many reports as the one did uh, in, in Texas from his school of the hate and that how that was being spewed. In the wake of the shooting, he wants red flag bills to make it easier to report and get guns out of the hands of people deemed dangerous. But he says Congress needs to consider any new legislation with caution. So we want to be very careful when you draft legislation, you don't draft it on a knee-jerk reaction. I want it fixed just as bad as anybody. He says he doesn't want new laws to infringe on people's constitutional right to free speech and arms. In Belleville, I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. Former St. Louis County Executive Steve Stenger will be sentenced today. He pleaded guilty in May for funneling county business to a campaign donor. Federal prosecutors are asking the judge for the maximum prison term allowed, nearly four years. An attorney for Stenger wants the federal court to hand down a prison term of roughly three years. Michael Brown's death five years ago illuminated the legal, policing, and economic systems that are tilted against African Americans. The St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom spoke with dozens of African American residents of St. Louis and North County about their experiences from five years ago and everything that has happened since. We used the interviews to create a multimedia project called Living Ferguson five years after the death of Michael Brown. We compiled the voices of a few people from the project to give you a sense of the experience. Here are the Reverend Tracy Blackman, Daniel Isom, Jamie Dennis, Kavion Calvert, Rihanna Curtin, Christopher McNeil, and Pamela Powell talking about their hopes for the future. My hope is that St. Louis will become a region um, that understands the incredible wealth and value that we have 
that is not just monetized, but is also a part of cultivating the spiritual and the emotional and the physical well-being of all the people. And, you know, there are a lot of different (laughs) avenues to addressing it, you know, from education to job training to housing to transportation. I don't know that it's an easy fix, and I don't have the answer to all of them, but, you know, provide people a equitable opportunity uh, to achieve, you know, sort of this American dream is really what we have to get to. So I, I think those are the, the, the real areas is how do we uplift these groups um, to give them a bigger piece of the, the pie <laughs> here in St. Louis. We still have some policy change to make. Uh, we still have some social conditioning that needs to be destroyed and broken down. And instead of building walls, try to build some bridges to each other and, you know, work with each other versus working against each other. My hope is that law enforcement sees themselves as a part of the community and not an overseer of the community. Um, I would also like to see police officers policing their own communities because I feel like that's where a lot of the disconnection come from. I feel like um, you don't know what it's like to live here because, like, yeah, you work your 12 hours. And then you go home to somewhere that's totally different. And I feel like when they come there, they feel like, yeah, this is just, like, it was easy. This is what I'm here to do. I'm here to do whatever my job titles to do and go home. But it's like, if you if you live here and you know the struggles and you know the issues that are in your community, I feel like you can better help police it. I hope we could come together as one, be a unity, and help each other. That's my perfect world. I feel like if we put in the work, it can definitely happen. And really, it really just all has to start with one person, one cop, one family, and it will it will grow. If the person in your neighborhood is a police officer who like lives in your neighborhood, like how safe will you feel? How much will you trust your neighbor who you happen to maybe bore his his head tremors? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's Bob. He just happens to be a police officer. That's Rick. That's Willie. That's Willie the police officer. <laughs> right? Like, but if he's in your community, how comfortable will you feel? Right? And so I think, you know, he's doing those sorts of things. And I think it would uh, at least at least start trying to, like, heal those, heal those wounds. It's going to be a while for me to even see a future for it. Because you got to get all of the people who are just there for political gain to realize this is about a community, about people. Mm. And my hopes, though, is to make it a better place, to make it a thriving place where people want to come, for businesses to thrive, um, for the police department to feel like the community supports them, for our children to get educated and be able to either take up a trade if they choose to, or to go to college if they choose to, just to be able to contribute back to society. Because right now, it's growing in the opposite direction. My hope is that when people see little black and brown children 
who are living in homes that parents are working two and three jobs just to be able to afford somewhere to live, that they see the genius in those children and that we get together and want to create a different kind of educational system that gives all of our children the chances at success that we want for our own children. And my hope is that every black child can see themselves becoming what they want to be in life, not just because they heard about it, but because it's happening around them. That's my hope, not just for St. Louis, but for this world. Those were the voices of the Reverend Tracy Blackman, Daniel Isom, Jamie Dennis, Cavion Calvert, Rihanna Curtin, Christopher McNeil, and Pamela Powell just a few of the people interviewed for Living Ferguson five years after the death of Michael Brown. To hear from more people talking about everything from their experiences with police to life in Ferguson, go to livingferguson.org. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.